whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 10, Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry, a.k.a. the season finale. And Kelsey, can you please read us the Netflix summary via the Degrassi Wiki? Absolutely. Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry. Miles breaks some news to Tristan. Maya confronts Zoe. Frankie chooses between her two suitors. Hunter goes off the deep end. I'll say. I don't know if Maya's thing needed to really be included there, but okay. I don't either. I I don't I don't know. Also, I don't know. Miles breaks some news to Tristan. I guess I don't know. It's fine. That's the thing. It's like we can't really make fun of the Netflix Netflix summaries. Yeah, because it's just they're trying to be not specific because they don't want to be spoilery. Yeah. Also, I just accidentally read ahead to episode two, season two, and it was it it just real spoiler right right from the jump. So <laughs> oh God, get off the wiki. Get off the wiki. I have to get off the wiki. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, sure. Description. Uh, the hashtag is an actual hashtag this time, I guess. Yeah. Um. Sorry, not sorry. I guess like. Maya's like, sorry, not sorry, I'm breaking up with you. Hunter's like, sorry, not sorry, I'm going on a rampage and it's terrifying. Well, I think for him it's definitely like, sorry, not sorry, that I, like, ruined then Maya. Swatted Maya. Oh, I ne- I want to talk about that forever. I feel like this episode is just going to be me, like, screeching about yeah. being upset. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I guess let's just dive into it then. Um, Fuck yeah. So the episode starts off like at the snowball and kind of a flash forward. And I immediately remember that Maya and Jonah are in an unnamed band, which I definitely forgot about in our hiatus. I did not. And I did not forget this song. And I still think this song is pretty good. I said it doesn't sound too horrible. It's definitely the best thing that they have done. It's a pretty good song, and I stand by that. Also, I love that Degrassi is, like, very clearly trying to do, like, an artsy thing where they're right. like, we're going to do, like, a weird little flesh forward and then go back like they did with the season with the fire, except they did, like, many episodes later. Right. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I totally forgot that that even happened. <laughs> and then the fire yes. happened, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I never forgot that that happened that season because I would be watch I would go to YouTube to watch the episode and every single time I went to the Degrassi YouTube for that season, it would automatically start playing the first, oh, the episode, first episode before I could get to the end. So it would start with that blaring horn every time <laughs> and it would make me jump every time. So I never fucking forgot about it. And you're like, "When is the fire going to happen? What's going to cause it?" I just really wanted the siren to stop happening. I was so happy to be out of that season just because that siren was, like, just wearing on my last nerve every time. Like, I couldn't stop it. I would have to go in, like, with the TV muted if I wanted to avoid the siren. It was the first sound that came out of my television. I'm so sorry. Do we want to do fashion? Yes. I like Maya's sparkly long sleeve dance dress. I like that she wears boots with it, too. It's yeah, a real me look. Yeah, too. Yeah. Um, Frankie's giant, like, costume jewelry necklace is not my favorite thing that's ever existed. No, but I feel like it's very, it's actually probably very, like, more 20, like, 14, 15. It's 2016 now, but I think it's still very, of the time-ish. Just that big, big big-ass necklaces, like, people just shop on, like, Bobble Bar or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Jonah wears a dumb jean vest. I also still hate his hair. Agreed. Um, Shay is wearing this pink top that matches Lola's hair perfectly. And they just like <laughs> very they, they complement each other aesthetically when they're trying to talk to Frankie about something. I really like Lola's like fancy shorts and top dance look. I thought that was yes. really cute. That is really cute. I like a dress short. 
And yeah. I will stand by that. I think that's all that I have, actually. That's all that I have, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, again, newer seasons, it's harder to, like, pick apart things because it's just starting to look more normal. Yeah. <laughs> or as normal as, like, TV is. <laughs> totally. Um, but, yeah, so we start out at the snowball. Maya and Jonah are singing Not Okay. And then she comes down from the stage after the song, and Zig is, like, groveling and begging for forgiveness, and Maya, like, doesn't want to hear any of it. And he's like, I thought that we were over. Please don't let us be over. And I was like, you, there is no, there was never a moment when she said that you guys were over. You were just paranoid and jumping to conclusions. But okay. Oh, my God. And also, he, like, she, he tells her that they just kissed. And he's like, I can't believe we're going to be over because we, because I kissed, like, because Zoe kissed me. Which, okay, just, like, removing yourself from the equation entirely. <laughs> Zoe kissed me. I see what you're doing with your language, sir. Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, oh, it was just a kiss. And he was like, yeah, basically. basically. <laughs> like, pfft, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, okay. it was stupid. And she's like, okay, maybe we'll talk later. And then, like, Hunter's running around, and I'm like, how is he allowed to be here? And then sirens go off, and apparently there's a lockdown, and it's like, what's going on? And then we flash back to earlier that day. Mm-hmm. And then we're in class, and Hunter's asking Yale. Yale? I don't know how to Yale? say Yale? Yale? I think it's Yale. I Yale? don't know. I forgot her name for the first half of the episode, and I just wrote down Nerd Girl, which is maybe unfair or unkind, but I say I it with love in my heart. <laughs> I just wrote down Hunter asking Maroon Hair Girl to the snowball. She said yes and wants a corsage. And then Simpson comes and is like, Hunter, Yale, come with me. And I was like, her name is Yale. So I'm like, <laughs> I need to write this down for, before I forget it again. It's Yale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's when we find out that Hunter was – did we know that Hunter was not alone in his swatting I and, don't... like, harassing of Maya? I don't think so. I don't think we knew. I don't think we knew that the rest of the gaming club was involved. At least yeah, I don't remember. It, and I read my notes from the last episode before I watched this one, and I just I think I only wrote down the fact that like Hunter was responsible and he was like blackmailing Zig in the last episode. So I don't think we knew like the rest of the gaming club was involved. Yeah. If we did, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we did either. Because I'm also like. I feel like the rest of the, like, I mean, I I kind of, you know, I've been, like, trying to, like, give Hunter the benefit of the doubt up until that point, really. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he's just misguided. But, like, the rest of them I had way higher expectations yeah, for. Yeah, seriously. Like, like, Yale, even though I couldn't remember her name, I expected her to, like, have higher expectations for herself. Although, I will say, she caves immediately, and I oh, yeah. respect that. Yeah. Um, Everybody else I, does immediately except for Hunter. Yeah. And I think the only reason remorse. that. Yes. And I think the only reason. And I mean, I just like, I love VJ. Like, I think he's like a sweetie. And mm-hmm. I feel like the only reason that he even agreed to anything is because he was mad at Tristan. And she's oh, like yeah, his best maybe. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I, it all came back to me as soon as I started watching it. I was like, I've seen this show. I remember what's going on. Yeah. And then, uh, but before we, like, actually get to the office, Lola and Shay are, like, very invested in Frankie and Winston getting back together and going to the dance together, whereas, like, Frankie is clearly still hung up on Jonah, but is, like, pretending to go along with this Winston thing because she thinks that Jonah, like, doesn't like her. Like, they're, like, just not communicating with each other, and it's causing them to both be annoying. Yeah. I, I, they just like, I, I think I talked about it the last time it came up with them, but I feel like they're just like playing by a different set. Like he's just trying to be a person living in the world and like far be it for me to give Jonah the benefit of the doubt. But also like, I think I like Jonah now, but (laughs) he like this episode, I was like, do I like Jonah? Like, is he a character I enjoy? Maybe. Um, and Frankie is like, I think it's just like, because she's like 15 yeah, I think Frankie is just like classic fifteen-year-old. Because I, I think I, I'm actually I don't think I'm certain that I was the same way. Just like especially in relationships, because like you watch movies and TV, and you're like, there's supposed to be like drama and like games, and you know that's why I, I can't like talk about my own feelings. So instead, yeah. I'm gonna like 
do all this like weird bullshit and i think that's what she's doing and she's just like expecting her expectations are different but also like she can't be straightforward with him and he's a dumb boy so he's confused and he's just like doing his best (laughs) she has all these like expectations in her head from probably like movies and like books and the way that she thinks things are supposed to go and the way she thinks guys are supposed to act, but she's not communicating those expectations to the world. So she just gets disappointed when these like half formed things that are in her brain aren't happening because she hasn't actually done anything about it because in like movies and TV things just like happen to the main character. And she's like, why aren't things happening? I like this boy now. We, like, kissed one time, and I haven't said anything about it. And, like, yeah. I think it's just, like, pure lack of communication because she's 15. And she doesn't know how to do that yet. Um, But, yeah, like, she finds, like, flowers taped to her locker. And Jonah's, like, lurking. And is like, looks like you finally got your flowers. Because I think she, they had, like, a weird confrontation last episode where she said something about like you should be getting me flowers or I don't I can't remember and she's like yeah they're from like some guy that I actually like I'm going to the dance with and he's like okay fine whatever bye (laughs) yeah it's like first of all he didn't leave a card I don't know I feel like they're both just like a little bit stupid they're just they're just like in high school (laughs) yeah they're just in high school they're just in high school (laughs) you know what I don't miss dating in high school Oh, God. Just, like, trying just like trying to interact with anybody that you like in high school just sounds so stressful to me. Like, I don't I don't want to go back to that place. Hell no. Um, <laughs> but then uh, Zoe, we see Zoe looking rough and she looks like she's she's like she feels like hurling. I don't know. But I think she's like selling snowball tickets. And then Miles walks up to her and Tristan. And Tristan is still pissed at Miles because last episode, Miles like bailed on him a bunch on snowball preparations because he was dealing yes. with Esme. And Fucking her Esme. Nonsense. Um, but then Miles tells him that he can't come to the dance because big events are triggers, which is like, all right, Miles, good for you. Know your boundaries. Yeah. And then he's like, but by the way, I'm going to boarding school next semester to get away from bad influences. And I'm like, dude, those influences will be everywhere, especially at like with rich kids at a boarding school who can afford like every single kind of vice that there is. I was I don't gonna understand. say, <laughs> I feel like boarding school, like fancy rich kid boarding school, has got to be like rife for yeah, because that's where all, all sorts like, of drugs. The rich kids who get kicked out of schools just pay their way in to go, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I, I guess it's I'm, to get away from his dad too and his family. I who are like also so. triggering, but I yeah. just I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't have to leave Degrassi to get away from Esme. She's not gonna be here in like another like four episodes. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Um I mean yeah, I'm no. just guessing, but I don't feel if like she's anything, here to I stay. You should be closer to your support system, not like fleeing from them, but I don't know. Does he have a support system though? His mom's been better lately. She has. That's true. And he has his therapist. And he has, like, he's trying to, like, get back into the good graces of Tristan, who's better than Esme, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't I know. I think so. And he has Winston. Winston's always been a good That's support. True. I mean, I don't, know. I, I guess we'll I don't want him to go. I don't want him to go to boarding school either, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. But, yeah, um, he said... Miles says, I'm sorry. And Tristan says, for what? And Miles says, take your pick. And then they share a <laughs> smile. It's very cute. I mean, there's I'm still like, of, like. There are a lot of trials moments in this episode. There are. I mean, I've had Dido stuck in my head the entire episode and ever since because I will go down with this ship. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then, but then we're in the principal's office with the entire gaming club. And. Then, yeah, yeah, or Maya's in there, too. I can't remember what was said, but Hunter just says, like, you overreacted 
like to the fact oh. that she got swatted or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I God. no, it was so it was they were talking about like what's been going on with Maya like emotionally and like right. Simpson is basically like laying it down. He's like she I mean, he's also like exposing her a lot, but he's like you fucked up her life a lot. Yeah. And and Yale like obviously feels shitty about it and she's like I'm so sorry. And then Hunter cuts in that you overreacted to what was obviously somebody's like harmless prank or whatever. Yeah. I don't think death threats and swatting are a harmless prank, but okay, Fuck Hunter. Fuck no. Hunter um, is not backing down and he's so misguided and it's just no. I I hate his guts. I fucking hate his guts a little and then, bit. Yeah, that yeah. And then Yale comes clean like immediately and then the rest of the gaming club is like yes me too yeah i'm so sorry and they all show remorse except for hunter who is a sociopath who just says you deserve what you got which is just like ah (laughs) it's so frustrating to watch i like literally like gasped when he said that i was like (gasps) what it's insane like just this whole narrative that he has in his head because he says the same thing later it's like this whole like she deserved it this is social justice like yeah like I, it's like it's so Everyone's weird and it's so get me yes it's like this i'm like he is like an alt-right troll he is like a fucking men's rights douchebag yeah and his whole fucking like it's and it's just so misguided and it's like the kind of shit that you see like on like Reddit or 4chan or whatever. Not like yeah. I've ever been on 4chan in my life, but <laughs> I, what I've been I've told heard or tales. Whatever, yeah, I have heard tales, but like of like these people that genuinely believe that they're in the right and that they're being like discriminated against yeah. when it's just absolute and utter bullshit. It's, it's like open your fucking eyes man like you're so deluded and you're so wrapped up in your own little world and you think that everybody's out to get you and like I have a relative like that mm-hmm. and thankfully he I mean not thankfully that he's like an older person but like you know he's not thankfully he's not like a big like internet guy but like I have a relative like that and it's like that it's a straight up mental illness and like none of these people on the internet are like being like diagnosed with anything they're just living this way yeah and that is this dude and it like bums me out like fucking hunter i just all of the i just want to like slap him in the face a little bit yeah be like wake the fuck up severely fucked up from their family life and they all need like mental health help like immediately thankfully miles is there frankie went through like an entire bout of depression this season and like we didn't really address that directly like we kind of did did. but i the show kind of did but like in this episode but the message was get over it so yeah Yeah, it was like (laughs) oh yeah or it was like oh now that she found a new guy she's happy again it's like okay (laughs) like yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's wild. Um, but then after this scene, we are back at the Hollingsworth house. And Frankie, like, doesn't know what to wear. But Winston is, like, already there. And he's bought her a bracelet. And it's a lot. And Frankie is, like, you know. Oh, and this is when we find out that Winston wasn't the person who got her the flowers. So it looks like Jonah got her those flowers. Which I feel like we all called when we yeah. saw it the first time. And then um, after this realization and because of like the weird pressure of this bracelet, Frankie's like, actually, I cannot go to the dance with you. It wouldn't be right. And he's like, it's who is it? It has to be because of another guy. And she's like, it's not like that. But also it's like that. <laughs> it's totally like that. But also, can we just accept the fact that she might not be that into you, Winston? Yeah. And then he, like, storms away. Um, and also was maybe never that into him because, I mean, at least ever since he kissed Lola. Because it's yeah. not like her eyes have not strayed before. I feel yeah. like ever since, I mean, maybe I'm getting, like, too into this. Although that's the point of this podcast. I'm going to just <laughs> fucking lean in. I mean, I feel like ever since he kissed Lola, she, like, never 100% was back in it. Oh, like, she had not. like Like, she had, like, one foot out the door the entire time, right? Yeah, and then as soon as that, like, fucking psychopath potential, we thought he was a murderer, like, 
college guy like batted an eye at her she was immediately like okay you now <laughs> i mean he did like attempt to murder by the end of that movie yeah that's true he was so crazy. he was he was at least an attempted murderer yeah that movie was so wild <laughs> i, I kind of want to watch it again i don't <laughs> um but then it's like after the meeting with simpson hunter's pissed at the rest of the club and they're all like dude we've done enough we got off super easy we only have yeah. to do 30 hours of in-school community service starting with volunteering out of school dance like we still get to be at this dance even though it's volunteering and bj's like i get to work the photo booth yeah and Hunter this is, is like being... the most low-key punishment like he's mad because i think he's gonna probably go down for the swatting but i think yeah yeah but like He's like this is where I write down that he is like an alt right men's rights troll. Like he yeah. is just like a personified, and I didn't want that because I like I didn't want it to be like especially in the beginning when he was like just kind of quiet and weird and kept to himself and everyone thought that he was kind of a freak. I was like I I just want him to be like a normal yeah. person who just has like his own interests. And the same thing went with, like, the video game stuff. I was like, I just want him to be, like, a person who has interests, and I don't want this to be, like, the trope of, like, the loner guy. We've already done this before. And it, he just he just is. He just yeah. is. Because then he acts extremely selfish and, like, lashes out and eventually ends up, like, pushing down Yale. Yes! Which is crazy. And I just wrote, this child needs help. He needs and help. He runs away, and it's just, like, it's all bad. It's all bad, and it's bad. <laughs> mm. But then I think we're, like, practicing with Maya and Jonah and Grace for the dance, and then somehow, like, Maya finds out that Grace knew about the Zoe Zig thing and didn't tell her, but Grace is like... I told him that if he, if he didn't tell you, I would tell you. Like, I was waiting for him to come to you. I didn't think it was my place. And Maya's like, you should have told me. And she gets pissed off. And she's like, you don't have to play with us tonight. And I'm like, that's not really fair. But okay, Maya. It's not fair at all. Oh, my yeah. God. And I mean, uh, to be fair, like, if you knew something like that and you weren't telling me, I don't know. Maybe it would be situational. I don't think I'd get mad at you. I don't think I'd get mad at you unless it went on for, like, way too long. Well, I think it's also different because Grace and Zig were friends, like, before, before and Grace Maya, and Maya. So like, they yeah. were already really good friends. And then, like, she became friends with Maya because they, like, like after the fact. So I think she's just, she's, like, totally in the middle. And it's, like, yeah. a really sticky situation to be in. So she's, like... You need to tell her or I will. And, and it's like, extra it's, complicated because she has a thing for him, apparently. Yeah. Which I to think, me still feels like it came out of fucking nowhere. I don't like it. Just yeah, let that, girls and guys be friends. I hate that so much. Yeah. That came out. It definitely came out of nowhere. Um, And we haven't really, like, gone back to that. But maybe it's because she's like, oh, God, he did this shitty thing. I don't like him anymore. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, it definitely, I definitely, it's definitely not fair because it's like when your friend does a shitty thing to another one of your friends, like I've kind of been in a, like in a, put in a situation and it was definitely like one friend who did a shitty thing came to me and told me about it. And I was like, okay, you need to tell the other friend or I'm going to tell her. It's like, it's a really hard place to be like the person in the middle. So yeah. Yeah, I don't, I definitely feel for Grace. <laughs> yeah, I I think Maya's just lashing out and she's mad and yeah. she's mad that Grace knew because sisterhood and solidarity yeah. and whatnot. And alert, they make up in the end and it's fine. <laughs> they do. I have a feeling I'm going to make a prediction and it's going to be wrong and you guys are all going to laugh at me. <laughs> but based on this whole conversation and the Grace having a thing for Zig out of fucking nowhere and the end conversation where Maya and Grace make up and everything's happy, happy with them. And she's like, never lie to me again. And then they hug it out, which we'll talk about later. Whatever. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I think that Grace and Zig are going to hook up and it's going to be a real fucking thing. Yeah, and I'm going to be gonna really be like mad about thing. it. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed is really where I'm at with that. I don't like it. Yeah. 
It's going to be like when Izzy and George had a thing on Grey's Anatomy, which was also uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst. That's the worst thing to ever happen to my eyeballs and my ear balls and everything else. I just a terrible, just a terrible time for everybody. Is that the worst ship on Grey's Anatomy? Mm. It's up there, right? It's definitely it, up there. It, it might be the worst. Yeah, I think it is. I can't think of anything else worse than that. Yeah. At least not off the top of my head. I also haven't yeah. watched that show since like last year. Like since I haven't either, which is so unlike me. But I my entire like- solo weekend, I didn't. I like watched only things that I haven't watched before that I like wanted to try out. It was it was like very big of me. Subconsciously, I don't want to watch anything in a hospital right now. Yeah, that and might also, be it too. Like Alex is gone now. Like we never see him again. He doesn't even come back to be like I'm leaving and like. <laughs> Yeah, you just get a weird fucking letter. And also fucking bullshit with, like, Amelia's pregnancy, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe it's not Luke from the OC's baby. Maybe it's Owen's. It's like, ugh, I don't want to go caught up? that nonsense. Uh, the last episode I watched was, like, it was, like, li- like the mid-season whatever the fuck, when it was, okay. like, when it was, like, oh, you conceived on this day. And then it's like, oh, God, are you fucking kidding me? And that ends up being less of a headache than you think it's gonna be. Okay, honestly, well, don't let don't let that deter you. But yeah, I just. But also, I am intrigued about like the new like the guy that Christina sent to the <gasps> hospital. Yes, I'm super I love over him. the Meredith Deluca stuff. I'm like, I could All not right, give I'm a shit less. I could not care less about Meredith and Deluca. Meredith and Deluca might be my other least favorite ship. I just like I just don't get it. I don't like it. It feels yeah. a little predatory. <laughs> But also it's, all of the relationships on that show are so like. There's so many weird power imbalance. Yes. Shit. They all feel a little bit predatory. Yeah. I don't know. why. Are, it, this is a Degrassi podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is not a Grey's Anatomy podcast. But oh. I will say my, 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 my ending words on Grey's Anatomy is that I actually just want Scott Speedman, a.k.a. Ben from Felicity, to come back and have a thing with Meredith because they had that like flirtatious episode last season and it was great anyway yes. oh, Scott Speedman. any anyway way. um oh, oh so is very confused about their fight yeah this is when i decided that i might like jonah well one he, he did the flowers thing and he was trying to be like sweet and cute and do Swamp. thing and then also maya turns to him and she's like like what did she say something about like like say whatever you want, whatever, like something like, go ahead, say something. And yeah. he just goes, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's fair. Um, but then we're back at the Hollingsworth house. Winston is now just going to chill and stay in with miles and a pint of ice cream. I mean, um, I feel that. But then Hunter and his mom kind of like, come through the room and we find out that Hunter's getting all of his computers and gaming shit taken away as a punishment. Good. Because he deserves it. And he's lashing out about it. And then he goes up to his room and he throws his phone at his mirror and breaks it. And he's like, I need to have my phone because I need to make things better with... Oh, excuse me. I totally just broke into the microphone. <laughs> I need to make things better with Yale. And then he makes like a creepy hit list and writes down Maya, Zig, Tristan, Goldie, VJ, Boz, and Yale. And it's terrifying and also like the creepy background music for like Scary Hunter that they play is extremely effective. I think I'm editing this and I will like put a clip in it here, but it is like it definitely like gets you really anxious and scared for what's gonna happen next. It does. Also, I think I pinpointed in my brain why I didn't want the Hunter thing to be like this. Like, because it's not normally like a character that I gravitate towards in any way. But I think it's because this is like this sort of trope has been done to death everywhere that I'm like, do we need another like weird loner nerdy kid to be like the the scary creepy like shoot up the school guy like can we just like have 
Like, we've already had it. We've already had like, it on it, Degrassi, and it was already done, like, better than this on Degrassi. Yes, it was done way better. And, like, I feel like every show has, like, the, like, pale guy who, like, you know, likes, like, weird shit and plays video games and, like, lives on the internet and, like... And is kind of bullied a little bit. Is, like, bullied like, a little, whatever. Like, that's just... It's just been done to death. And, like, to make... Yeah. To, and Degrassi is like really good about making some of their characters like really nuanced and complex and some of their characters are just like I don't know it fits in a box and that's what bugs me about Hunter and I'm like yeah. you could have done something totally different with this and instead totally. you just did the thing that you have done before like twice and that everyone else does and I think that's what bugs me about Hunter but you're right the music is effective as hell because as soon as he did that I was like oh no oh no it's a list I think if he was just, like, sitting there writing a list and the music was happy, it would not have the same effect on me. (laughs) Definitely. Um, I'm also very susceptible to being manipulated by television music, and I feel like I've said this, like, a million times on this this podcast. Like, you can make me fall in love with TV music. Like, it'll just happen. (laughs) Yeah, you can definitely sway my feelings toward anything with the TV music. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Most things, anyway. Like I am a simple when person. I don't agree with something happening and they're trying to play manipulative music. I'm like, don't you try. This is stupid. But yeah. if I'm not super opposed to it, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I do like this now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so easily swayed. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm weak willed. Um, but then we're at the dance and Frankie, Lola and Shay are like doing a little photo booth thing with like in like cutouts and I Frank- love those things and they're like having uh, like a like a come to Jesus moment where Frankie's like telling them like I'm not going here with Winston I like Jonah more than Winston like I like this is how it is and they're like you shouldn't date Jonah it's not a good idea or something and she's like and you're the relationship experts you're dating her crush and then it like causes a whole like hubbub and it's like that is extremely true and they have never really talked about it somebody had to say it I was waiting yeah like somebody had to say it it was great (laughs) and then BJ is just there like um should I take a picture I don't know (laughs) this is my community service let me know what to do yeah and then I think Miles and Winston were, like, gonna go somewhere. But then Miles is like, let me check on Hunter before we leave. He was in a bad mood. I want to make sure he's okay. And they find his trashed room and his creepy list. And then the scary music plays again. And Winston is like, we should call 911. Also, their dad's gun is missing. This is terrifying. Yeah. He's like, well, he's like, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. Winston says that we should call 911, and Hunter's like, uh, not Hunter, woo. and Miles is like, let's not, like, do anything, like, too rash, and then, or something. I don't remember if the roles are switched, whatever, but then one of them realizes that he's like, oh, shit, my dad has a gun. Yeah, let's yeah, call yeah, the cops yeah, and yeah, see what's yeah. going on. But they do originally are like, maybe we're just being crazy. But yeah, it's like, but no, it's you've like, got a smashed mirror no, and an I angry, it, pale boy and missing gun. like... When I think Winston either is like, should we call nine one one or we should call nine one one? And Miles is like, I don't know. Let's not jump to conclusions. And Winston's like, Yeah, it's not like he has a gun or something. And then Miles is like, Oh, That's fuck, my it. dad has a gun downstairs. It was something like that. Yeah. Yes, nailed it. That was it. And then we're at the school, and he's at the dance, and he's still trying to make up with Yale, and she's like, No, get the fuck away. No, like I'm not having this. And he's like, I thought you were different. You're just like everyone else. And also, um, <laughs> completely unrelated, my next note is this stop motion spinning snowman projected behind the stage is very distracting. <laughs> it is very distracting. It's not done well. Yeah, so he, like, he comes so he comes back in and then we go back to like the scene that we saw in the beginning, kind of. Right. But like, you see Maya's him talk singing not yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the, you see him come in and then you see the singing and then you see him talk to Yale. And then I did kind of like how they did it a little bit different. Like they did like cut back a little and like, it's more from Frankie's point of view when, um, 
Maya is talking to Zig, and we see right, 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 right. that Frankie, because Frankie, I was trying to figure out why Frankie was upset uh, in the first one when they were like, everything's going to be great. And she was like, yeah, right. But apparently Frankie sees Jonah with some blonde girl right. for like one and a half seconds. <laughs> And it's like, and it's not like they're doing it. She's uh, later. She says that they were canoodling. They were not. She was standing. He, like, he was staying next her to her to like dance or something. Or yeah, he, like like leads it's a her dance. somewhere. He leads her somewhere. It's a dance. I don't yeah. know. Canoodling. Um, but then like the lockdown stuff starts happening, and everyone's getting in position. And uh oh, Maya and Zoe are stuck in like a locker room or something together. And then this is how they always get Zoe and Maya to make up is by like forcing them, them do yeah. yeah forcing them into an enclosed space together with the threat of death on the other side of the wall that is <laughs> the only way they've made them make up before and it didn't work this time yeah yeah they definitely don't make up but like there is like things come to light from it anyway yes um but then we find out that Hunter is locked in in a room in like the student council office with Tristan and Goldie and somebody else on his list. I can't remember who. Um uh Zig. Zig and Zig. And then and Tristan notices like Miles texts Tristan and is like, Hey, is Hunter there? And Tristan's like, Yeah, he's okay. And he's like, My dad's gun is missing. Like, I'm worried about this. And then I was like, Text Mr. Simpson or something. Yes. Um, but then we hop to Maya and Zoe, and Maya's like confronting Zoe, and they're kind of talking about what happens. And Zoe's like, You don't want me to tell you exactly what happened because you'll hate me, and I don't want, like, you don't want to know. Yeah, she was, she was uh, like, and Maya was basically like, why won't you just tell me? And she's like, basically, their relationship is done anyway. And yeah. Zoe's like, I don't want to see the look on your face when I tell you. Which is fair. And also, like, it's, yeah. it's a really effective way of shutting that down. And also, like, a very upsetting sentence. Yeah. And she's like, why Zig? And she's like, he was there. Also, he didn't tell me to stop. Like, it was kind of just like. Yeah, Zig was an active participant in the shitty thing that happened as much as Zoe was. So. Yeah, she's like, he was there and he was easy. Yeah. And then we're with Frankie and Shay and Lola locked in some other closet. And Frankie's like crying about Jonah. And but then we all they all end up like hashing things out and apologizing to each other and like talking about their issues and it ends up kind of okay. It's like, but they do kind of confront Frankie about how, like, you've been, like, a bummer all year or something. Yeah. And, like, and, like said that basically, like, we are not enough to, like, help you get through this or something. And Frankie's like, oh, no, did I say that? I didn't. If I did, I didn't mean it. And they they all make up, and it's fine. Oh, yeah, and Lola and Shay kind of talk things out about Tiny a little bit. Yes. But yeah, the weirdness is over, I guess. Um, Then Zig, oh yeah, we, Zig is like in the same, is back in the council room and is calling Hunter a psycho and oh, Zig. like, why are you even here? And I'm like, stop it. And then Miles calls Tristan's phone and asks to speak to Hunter and he's like, hey, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I wanted you to know that you will always have me and I love you and everything's going to be okay. And it's very nice. It's good. It's he, he does a really good job. I'm very, I mean, I'm very glad that like miles made the progress that he has made. Otherwise Ugh. this would not have happened. Exactly. This would and have ended like, differently. And you can tell he's terrified like for his brother and what he could do, but he's just yeah. like, I am here for you. You are not alone. Everything's going to be fine. Don't do anything dangerous. And then, like, the police come in and they're like, school's clear. And I'm like, that was not a very thorough search because, spoiler alert, Hunter did have a gun on him. Like, what yep. was your, like, searching process? I don't understand. Um, Were they expecting just, like, a strange masked man, like, wandering, the, wandering halls, the halls? Or? I have no idea. Um, 
but they're like, it was a prank. And Tristan is like, all right, guys, apparently it was like just another prank like the swatting, but the dance is still back on. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, and then like Miles walks in and talks to Tristan and lets him know that he's the one who called in the lockdown because he was worried about Hunter. And they have like another little moment and I'm like, Ugh, they don't do. go to boarding school. You got Tristan here waiting for you. Um, and he takes Hunter home. I him. will go down with this ship. A hundred percent. I love them so much. And then Zig, like, tries to find Maya, and she's like, okay, we're done for good now. Bye. <laughs> yep. Basically. Which is and fair. And then she, like, turns around, and Grace is there, like, looking very, like, sad and apologetic. And she's like, never do that again. Or, like, have my back next. I can't remember what she says. But I they, think like, she just says, never lie to me again. Oh, yeah. Never lie to me again. And they hug, and they make up, and it's great. And then... Jonah's here and Frankie's here and he's like I don't want to play games anymore (laughs) (laughs) basically and it's like I like you I like you too all right dance with me and I'm like fucking finally let's cut through the bullshit (laughs) seriously we've been doing this for half of a goddamn season (laughs) um but then we're back at home with Hunter and we find out that he did have the gun and Miles yep. walks in and sees him, like, taking the gun out of his backpack. And Hunter is crying. And he's like, I don't know if I was actually... And I think Miles is like, were you actually going to hurt anybody? And Hunter says, I don't know. And it's a very tense moment. And they hug. And he's like, you can't tell anyone. And that's how it ends. And I'm like, you should definitely tell someone that he tell almost somebody. shot the school. Like, Please no. tell somebody. Please tell an adult. Please tell an adult. Please. This child needs help. Yes. But that's how the season ends. He is literally a danger to himself and society. That is yeah. like the therapy thing that like it gives them like danger zone red flags. Like a hundred percent. That's like 100%. when you break literal confidentiality laws. Yeah. Like that is when you tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. You can't tell anyone like gave me chills a little bit. I was like, oh no. I'm like, oh yeah, scary. Super scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. I don't know if we still want. Do we still do Spirit Squad Captain? Maybe Miles for being a good yeah. brother. And I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna go with Miles for sure. Yeah. Ship is obviously Ship, Miles trials. and Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Frankie and Jonah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This episode. I mean, like, I feel like we can be so much like fluffier about it because nothing actually happened but god man something almost fucking, did it was almost we need terrifying. we need i was gonna say we need gun control in this country and Ugh. we fucking do but this was canada so i'm like just everywhere let's yeah. just everywhere please or yeah and if you can if you legally own guns and you're a parent like maybe you don't make them so ex- easily accessible to children seriously like my so growing up my my dad is like a big hunter guy he always had like multiple guns i to this day do not know where any of them were in our home they were like (laughs) they were like kept in like the attic in his office sometimes if they were ever in our house i never knew about it and neither did my brother like there was no danger of like a child accidentally finding them and like would keep like ammo and guns separate like come on man yeah. I don't understand these people that will leave fully loaded guns like readily available in their homes. Yeah, so many accidents happen that way. Yes. <sighs> I remember there was this really effective like I know, tell me about it. I remember there was this really effective PSA commercial I think when I was in like middle school that was like a drawing. Uh, it was like a child's drawing uh animation and it was like a little kid like found a gun and and like shot his friend and he like didn't know that it was going to do anything and you know and it was so sad and scary that I was just like terrified of guns ever since and it was really effective and I think we need to bring that PSA back yeah definitely oh man that right to bear arms I gotta move I gotta get out of I just everything's a mess I just keep 
reading more about like the post office and I just I, I gotta get out of this country uh, if anyone yeah. lives in Canada and would like to sponsor our <laughs> visas let us know <laughs> we would yeah. love to leave this yeah. shithole country also whenever I think of the right to bear arms I think of that family guy episode when it was like it like flashes to like the bill of rights writing and it's like this one of the uh founding fathers just has like bear arms like the animal bear arms on his hand and is like i don't know how anyone could misinterpret this <laughs> or something like that is that the only good family guy joke i think it might be i think so that's the only one i ever think of <laughs> yeah anyway grapevine i think we got a lot of we tweets. did get some tweets um do you want to oh my my favorite which i retweeted um was from bunny something uh, it's right in front of my face it is here we go this is from bunny wilder at bunny wilder and they say also how about adopt slash mentor slash kill and i think that that is a great replacement for fuck Mary kill and yeah. that is what we would like to see in the future which is why i retweeted yes. it with a quote to, to inspire that mentor kill yes <laughs> we still have the killing is fine obviously murder we're still fine with we're still fine with joking about murder i mean if you saw the kind of podcasts that i listened to you would understand why but yeah <laughs> i mean i think that that's great i think that that is a lot yeah, better that's a great one that's a Cause, yeah because yeah, job bunny wild like we explained <laughs> in the last one we're getting to a point where it's it's not it's not fun anymore <laughs> to do that. <laughs> it's they're they are children. They look like children. It's upsetting. Um, also, thank you to everyone that that uh, tweeted Tom Felton at us because it's nice to know that you some of you actually made it to the end of that episode. <laughs> also, oh yeah. <laughs> also, Victoria uh, Anzalone Anzalone. I don't know. Sorry. Um, tweeted and to remind us that Instagram is Hastygram and Snapchat is Oomph Chat. Oh, right. It was chat. worse than I remembered. <laughs> oomph Chat. Oh, that's a bad one. Oh, I we got. I did want to read just one comment on. We almost never read the comments on our SoundCloud, but Amethyst oh, yeah. Beloved is like always ah. rocking those. Yeah, um, that's true. And I wanted to read this one because she shared her own embarrassing autograph story. And oh, it's yes, my perfect. favorite. It's really good. Um, Wait, if anyone else wants to email us about embarrassing autograph stories. I mean, people who have embarrassing Degrassi, like mall stories. We've gotten some of those. Which are those always are good. Great. But yeah, please share. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is from Amethyst Beloved. Um, who says, I have an autograph from David Suzuki. I got the book signed for the guy that I was seeing, but he broke up with me before I could give it to him. So bad. So too bad for him. <laughs> I love Perfect. it. I love it. I, I love any of those, like, kind of like, I, I have so many, like, I got this thing and then we broke up and then I held on to it and he dumped me and, you know, th those kinds. I have, I have some good, like, he dumped me stories. Remember <laughs> the guy with the fidget spinner? Who made me carry a bike down two flights of stairs and then broke up with me in front of my apartment. <laughs> oh, I forgot about those details. Yes, that's the best part. You know, you need all the details oh together. God. You need all the oh details God. together because it's so much funnier. You can tell that that was goddamn 2017. A fucking fidget spinner. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, no! It's it's better if you have all the details. <laughs> oh my gosh! He really had to focus on playing arms. It's fine. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely remember arms. Arms. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, also, Carly, my cousin, friend of the pod, just tagged me in a like you can only pick two Mary Kate and Ashley edition thing on Instagram. Do you want to take part and name your two that you would pick? Wait, what is... Yeah, absolutely. Send it to me. <laughs> well, I'll just do... I was just going to do it right now. Yeah. Go for it. But you can only pick two. There are 11 options. It Takes Two, Billboard Dad, Passport to Paris, Switching Goals, Our Lips Are Sealed, Winning London, 
Holiday in the Sun, Getting There, One in Rome, The Challenge, New York Minute. I'll also send it to you because I you probably don't remember every single thing. I, I already saying. picked my two. Don't worry. It's, okay. it's hands down always Our Lips Are Sealed and Holiday in the yep. Sun. No That's questions exactly asked. That's exactly my yeah. two. That's exactly my two. They're the best ones. Yes, because if you pick different ones, you're wrong. And, you know, Carly we are picked, on the same page. Carly picked Passport to Paris and Holiday what? in the Sun, which I can also respect. I respect it. Passport to Paris is also good, but... Our Lips Are Sealed it's is perfect. the best one. It's, it's the so best good. one. It's They're so the good. They're the fucking witness protection program in oh Australia. My, oh Are my you God. kidding because me? Because they blew up all the other witness protection spots that they had to send them to Australia. It makes perfect sense. It's so good. Because they're teenagers. Because it, it actually makes so much sense. They just blab about it do everywhere you remember, they go. Do you remember why they had to go into witness protection? Didn't they just, like, watch someone? They were, like, at a hot dog stand, and they watched someone, like, steal something or get they, away? They, like, witnessed, like, a jewel heist or something. Crazy. They witnessed a jewel heist, and the jewel ended up, like, going into, like, one of their backpacks on accident. Or, like, the person, somebody, like, put it in their backpack, and... I think, like, the bad guy knew about it, so he was still out to get them, but they didn't know why, and that's why they had to go into witness protection. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. like that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I buy that. That was the best one. You can't tell me otherwise. I would say my number three would be Passport to Paris, though. I don't even know if I have a number three. Those are just, like, those are the two that I remember the most vividly. Allegra and I did just recently watch Billboard Dad, though, because it's on Hulu. And it's, like, fine. (laughs) It's got the craziest name out of all of them, though. Billboard Dad? Yeah. I think I liked... I don't know. I keep confusing them now in my head with um, Amanda Bynes movies. Mm, That's fair. What a Girl Wants. What a Girl Wants (laughs) is so perfect. It's just so good. I haven't seen that one in a long time. But I did recently rewatch She's the Man, and it's still amazing. It's still... The best. Uh, the thing about sad. Amanda Bynes is that she's a national treasure and she, she had some mental health issues and, you know, I mean, her career like really kind of fell apart before that, but it's, yeah, it, it makes me sad that that's what she's known for now. Like, so we've been watching a lot of like classic Nick because if you have the Pluto app, you can watch like a the whole Amanda bunch of classic show Nick. The show is one of the best things that has ever happened it's so good but we've been watching like all that and like yeah it's it she's just like on all this stuff i'm like she was and i was talking about the amanda show today because there was like some crossover with all that obviously and i was like and this segment was really good and this thing was really like it was moody's sh- point are you moody's kidding point me fucking hilarious point? <laughs> oh my god it's just like it was so good i mean granted i really loved the like drake bell like as a stoner yeah, but totally Kyle. Totally Kyle. T- totally Kyle was the best. But yeah, it like she was so funny. And like yeah. even I even liked her. And maybe it's just because I'm like I have like I had like a big crush on Amanda Bynes. But I even liked her <laughs> in Sydney White. Yeah, I only I think I only ever saw that in theaters. And I was like, oh, that wasn't as good. But I still yeah. she was still like fine. She was still She's Amanda good. Bynes. She was a really she was a funny good actress and I would still go back and rewatch that probably. Yeah, I, me too. I probably haven't watched it since like two thousand seven or eight or whenever it came out. I would I would rewatch like all the Amanda Bynes. Like I don't think Amanda yeah. Bynes had a movie out that I didn't that like. Was bad. Yeah. I liked no. all of them. Like Mary Kate and Ashley, as much as I love Mary Kate and Ashley, <laughs> there's I really some stinkers the, in there. I mean, really, I only loved those getting two. There, getting there sucked. I mean, I really only loved those two movies for real. I did like Passport to Paris. I did have a soft spot for Winning London, but I think that was because I didn't own it, so I had, didn't like watch it as much. Mm-mm. And it was always yeah. like a special thing that I rented from Hollywood Video or something. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just always more of an Amanda Bynes person. Like, she was great. I think that's fair. I think I was both. Hairspray is definitely not something that I'm rewatching a lot, but she wasn't a huge part of it. I'm now just on her IMDb. She was also great in Easy A. That was the last thing she was in. She, she was, was great in Easy A. She was great in Easy A. I actually loved her in Hairspray. I just can't remember. I've only ever seen it in theaters. <laughs> Oh my god, what I like about you? Remember that show? I would totally go yes. back and rewatch oh, that if I could I've, find I, it. It pops up once in a while on my um 
Instagram like explore tab because Instagram like knows me way too well. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I would rewatch that show, but I don't know if it like lives anywhere. I don't know if it does either. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't either. We should stop because yeah, we ended just, this episode. Now we're just on a Amanda Bynes like detour. Anyway, <laughs> that's all that we have for you guys today. Um, oh yeah, wait, we're not even like actually done yet. Um, if you want to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod or you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And is there anything that you want to recommend? Um, oh, I you know, know we what? talked about a lot of shit last time. But. I've been watching. No, I mean, since then, I've been watching something new. I'm just Googling to make sure that's the name. It's it's a show on Netflix um, that I've been really enjoying. Um, damn it. You know what? You recommend your thing, and I'm trying to find it. (laughs) Well, I just, I guess I have two. Allegra and I just started watching End of the Fucking World on Netflix, but I think you have recommended that before, if I'm not mistaken. But it was a while Um, ago. Feel free to recommend again, because it's great. But yeah, it's good. We're on season two now. And then I've also just started, (laughs) I don't know if this is a recommendation, but this is just like, I'm garbage in watching this now. But I also just started watching Real Housewives of Potomac because uh, the Who Weekly Patreon is going to be talking about it next week. So I just started watching it. And those shows are just like once you start watching them, it's just like it's just like eating candy. You're like, you just can't stop. And it's just like, all right, I've watched the first season now. <laughs> so I've yeah. been watching that. <laughs> um, I found the name of my thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a show on Netflix. It's here's the thing. It's extremely silly. Like it's not I wouldn't call it good, but it's also really good. I, I there's no way to explain. It's called The New Legends of Monkey. It's on Netflix. <laughs> okay. It's it's like it's uh, it's almost like an anime show, but it's live action. It's like yeah, I don't okay. know. It's like it's like an Australian show. But it's like it's got very I don't know it's like they they bring this like God back to life and it's this monk but she's a girl and she's lying about being a monk and it's like very it, there's a lot of silliness it's like it's funny and like weird and it's definitely like meant for like twelve year olds like okay. I feel like I could watch it with someone in middle school and they would have just as good of a time as I would because. I'm kind of a moron. I don't know. It's a fun time. I recommend All it right. if you like if you like something that's like kind of silly and like fantasy and adventure and yeah. Oh, I'll also recommend something not like Bravo related, which is the I'll Be Gone in the Dark docu series on HBO. Like, oh yeah, how is book, that? But also with like updates and a lot more like stuff about Michelle McNamara, like. Okay. I it's really good. it's all out now. So it's like I think it's only like 6 episodes. Um but it's all out now. I recommend it. It's pretty good. It's kind of scary because it's about a scary thing, but yeah. yeah, it goes into a lot more about like Michelle's um personal life and stuff that wasn't in the book because she was the one like writing the book. Yeah. Um, and it goes into her death a little bit too. Like, I don't even think I actually knew like the specific circumstances of how she died until I watched this. And I was like, oh gosh, that's such a bummer. And it was also like so preventable at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend that too. Also, HBO is going to do a doc. Their next like true crimey docuseries is about the Nexium cult, which I know we have talked about. Yes. So I'm excited for. I think it comes out at the end of the month, or it starts coming out at the end of the month. Nice. Um. So I will also recommend that. Okay. But we've been talking for an hour now, so we should probably stop. 
Can you tell so that this is like, like our only human contact outside of work and like yeah. roommates slash partners slash etc. It's also so easy to like just ramble on and keep going when we're each at our own homes. So it's like nobody like you don't have to like pack up and like get an Uber and like go home and like figure it all out. It's like we're yep. just at home talking. It's fine. Just chit chatting. <laughs> so yeah. like this will probably yield like much longer episodes because it's not like. It's not like we've been, it's not like we have commuted and come back from work and then need to like go back home and like figure things out because we just have so much free time. So That is true. Although we'll I will say my chest does appear to be breaking out in hives, so I am going to go. Okay. <laughs> Great but, note to end on. Yeah, you know me, just, just, <laughs> just having, a, having a ball over here. Okay. That is now all that we have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Jay, as always, for our theme song. Uh, Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.